What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode six of the Pat Moriarty Show. I just finished up my first week in Bali, and things are going great. This place is sick. Um, um, I'm pretty stoked at the moment. I just got out of the water um, and got, like, literally tossed around. I got caught, like, a bunch of good waves, but I also got tossed around and, like, thrown in the reef a bunch. Um, So I got cuts and shit all over my back. Um, So, like, my adrenaline is still pumping, so I figured I'd do the podcast now. Um, Because last podcast, if you haven't watched it, you should, but I was quite tired. And uh, we don't don't accept that here at the Pat Moriarty Surf Company. So, I got energy today. Um, It's Sunday night here, and this is essentially one week from when I got in. So, I wanted to give a rundown of what what it's been like this first week and what I've been up to and all life pretty much so got in last Monday and um and I talked about it a little bit last week but super run down super tired that flight is like absolutely brutal um if you're coming from the states to Bali you got to spend two to three weeks like 100% I would say like I'm just starting to feel sort of like myself uh like right about now so i'd give it like five days to like get yourself to feel normal and then you want to have time to enjoy it so everything you've come visiting if you're thinking of coming to bali or this part of the world just keep that in mind um coming here uh the gym i'm going to bamboo fitness is like the coolest gym ever um all the uh it's like half indoor half outdoor so you can get some sunshine while you're working out Um, the people there are super cool. Everyone's super good looking and super fit. So that's always a positive. Um, the surfing is like actually on another level. Um, it's cool. It's like the reason why I'm here, why I did this trip is to like push myself and sort of find out where my limits are as a surfer and sort of as a person as well. And I definitely picked the right spot because these waves are like, way way outside my comfort zone and i'm getting like i'm I'm getting humbled for sure um i'm like just finally catching some decent waves after like my first two to three days in the water i was also riding a new board which is always a little tricky but i mean after my first day in the water i literally paddled around for three hours and didn't catch a wave and i was like i'm the worst surfer in the history of the world and then Yesterday I had a good session. This morning I had a really good session. This afternoon just got humbled again. Um, but that's the way serving is. You have you know a bunch of good sessions or handful of good sessions, and then get humbled. So it's like a two step forward, one step back. Uh, just got to keep moving, and just got to keep putting the time in. Um, my metric that I'm trying to optimize for when it, when it comes to surfing is just hours in the water and waves that I send it on. Um, I think that's like one of my better qualities as a surfer is like I don't really care like if there's a wave I'm just gonna fucking send it on it and see what happens um and that's really how you find out like what what's possible like your the edge of your abilities I guess like you have to find out where the edge is and in order to do that you have to send it on waves that you have no business sending it on and so then you figure out like okay when you get wrecked, you're like, okay, don't do that. But like, there's only one way to, to learn, you know, you can't really like, you can't understand where the line is, know where the line is unless you test it. And so, yeah, I'm just keep it, keep on testing it, keep on sending it. And 
you know, so far I haven't ha gotten hurt too bad, got scrapes, bruises, but that's just the normal stuff, part of surfing, part of the fun. Um, and also the lighting situation for the podcast, uh, that's going to get resolved. My guy Carlos is moving the lights over to this side of the room where the desk is. I guess now that those words came out of my mouth, I could have just moved the desk over to where the lights are, but I didn't do that. So I have this little light here sort of shining on my face like a, I don't know, vampire or something like that. Anyway, moving on. Um, I finally was able to go to the grocery store, um, like market type situation and get some good food. Um, diet's a big thing for me. I always like to eat clean. It just makes a huge difference mentally, my mood, physically, um, with surfing and working out and all that stuff. It's like very, very important. Um, so that was good that I was able to get like my meat and fruit and like sort of keep it simple. Um, I stick to a diet of mostly meat, fruit, honey. Uh, those are like the three things I eat essentially when I like I call it like my default meals like if I'm not going out if I'm not being social whatever just eating by myself that's like what I'll eat as a default and for me it's it's the best diet there is it's uh, in my opinion it's like an evolutionarily consistent diet so if you think uh, think on like about agriculture like agriculture was essentially invented like 12,000 years ago and so it would make sense that our digestive tracts essentially haven't really evolved to optimize for the nutrients in like agriculture type foods like, uh, you know, like corn and like vegetables, things like that. Um, but we were hunter gatherers before that. And so we were hunting, we were eating meat and then gathering uh, different like fruits and, and shit like that. So that's sort of my thought process behind diet. And for me, it works out great. I feel good when I eat that. And when I try other diets, I don't feel as good. So. Give it a try if you want to feel better. Meat, fruit, honey, that's it. Also raw dairy, but it's tough to find raw dairy, um, especially in the States because they made it illegal in like most states. Okay, what else is new? What else is new? Um, I'm kind of having like a wall when it comes to uh, like my short form content strategy, I think I, I like I wrote my blog for for the sub stack sub stack today feel good about that feel good about like the direction I'm pushing that in it's gonna be like a weekly newsletter um, and like the goal to grow and like being able to grow that I think will be challenging but at the same time like doable um, but then as far as like growing on Instagram like that's my, my main like vector because I have like 950 Instagram followers at the moment so that pool is like if you are able to grow it at a certain at any rate essentially like 950 times anything besides zero is more than my 10 tiktok followers times anything right so it like the beginning base in any exponential sort of like form of growth is really important so i'm trying to figure out how to grow the instagram and i think once I'm confident enough to take the GoPro in the water, I think I'm gonna get some good content because I'm gonna be doing like, just like water thoughts that I have, surfing thoughts. Um, part of the reason why I started doing this is because I realized when I was surfing, I would just have all these awesome like epiphanies almost, like these moments of like an elevated state of consciousness where something just comes over you and you're like, whoa, like that's a great thought. Um, and so bringing the camera out there, like hopefully I'll be able to capture some of those. 
that's like the idea. Um, like I know there are people that like will record themselves and like talk when they're running and stuff. It's the same sort of thing. Like you want to be in a good state state of mind when you're filming yourself because what comes out of your mouth when you're like excited, jacked up, all that stuff is is better than when you're you know tired and like just woke up or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, haven't really taken the drone out. I've just been doing a bunch of surfing. Like, my mission with this whole thing and, like, the priorities in my mind, at least, are, like, 1A is surfing. Like, just become the best surfer I can. And if I don't generate any traction on any social media or anything like that, I really could care less, to be honest. I, I'm, like, more so doing that as, like, a hobby and then the surfing is, like, the job. Even though the economics don't like agree with that the economics would say like focus on the social media and then you actually don't have to be that good of a surfer because if you can grow social media then like you'll be able to make money off it whatnot but like that's just not where my head's at not where my like passion's at at all so i'm just sort of following what i like doing and that's surfing and then hopefully this other stuff takes hold we'll see i don't really know um Yeah, I've mostly been surfing at Uluwatu, which is like the main breakout here. It's like, it's so, I got great things to say about it. It's awesome. And like bigger waves, more challenging waves than I'm used to. But the one thing is, it is very, very crowded, especially at sunset. And that makes for a challenge when like surfing is hard enough. And then if you have to negotiate like, five other people going for a wave at the same time and you got to see like okay if the guy to the right of me catches it then I have to pull back but if he doesn't then I have to go and then it's like it's just very challenging and dangerous that way um like there was this one situation where I was paddling on this wave and I was like pumped up about to catch it and this girl takes off like probably five feet to the right of me and this was a big wave it's probably like six seven feet something like that so I have to pull out at the last moment, pull out the last moment, sort of like send my board in front of me. And I'm like on top of the wave essentially. And I'm just flying, like the, the waves just sort of like <laughs> puts me over her. Um, if I didn't do that, I would have dropped down and just like crashed right into her. And she was kind of like riding like through the tube. And I was just like flailing arms out, like Jesus take the wheel type thing praying to god that the reef wasn't like right there and it wasn't um actually wasn't even that bad of a wipeout it's crazy how in surfing you can have these like small waves that somehow just have so much power behind them um because when it gets real shallow it kind of just sucks all the water you're left with this shallow reef right here and the wave comes and it just whacks you down it can be like really shallow but really forceful um, and then you have these massive waves, like the one I was talking about before, where there's a bunch of water between the reef and the top of the water. And so if, if it's a massive wave, you end up being fine, um, even though you get thrown down a lot harder. I guess the situation you really don't want is like a really big wave with a shallow, uh, shallow depth. Um, but luckily, I haven't ran into that yet here. Um, but yeah, surfing 
on a reef break compared to a beach break, which I'm used to in, in Jersey and Long Island and like just other parts of the East Coast. It essentially transforms uh, surfing into skateboarding because like if you mess up, like you get cut up and that's that's very different from um, like the way I learned to surf where you're like, you can sort of be willy nilly with it uh, when you're just starting on like a beach break. Um, and it's a good way to learn because you can, if you can make a mistake and then you fall into the water and the sand, it's like not that bad, right? So you don't have to worry necessarily about making a mistake. While here it's like the margin for error is just much less and the penalty for messing up is much greater. So you gotta have your shit together. And that's, uh, that's part of why it's fun. So yeah, that's the update. Week number one in Bali. Spirits are high. Um, things are going well. The people here are like so cool. Uh, I met this dude, Chris, this surfer, lives in Maui, runs like a bunch of nonprofits in Maui, helping out with the fires, all that stuff. And he's walking from Vietnam to Portugal in like three months. Now he's not doing it in three months, it'll take him three years, but in three months time, he will begin that journey, which will take him like two years. And the dude is just like, he's like just one of the cooler guys I've ever met. And uh, you meet a lot of those kinds of people here. Um, sort of just like people that are out there crushing it um, and living life. So yeah, it's good. it's good to be in an environment like that. It's like contagious and in my opinion. And uh, yeah, hopefully I got more of that to come yeah the swell is going to pick up on thursday this week uh so in three days um i'm going to be resting going to the gym stretching making sure my body's ready to go because essentially from thursday on it's like we're firing so i'm gonna need to uh be ready to go for that. That's sort of, uh, that's like my, what I'm feeling with the time frame. So I'd say like from when I arrived to now was like portion one, getting familiar with the water, building up my confidence in there, building up my cardio, all that stuff. And then this next th few days will be a little rest, uh, dry land stuff, dry land work, flexibility. And then Thursday, the boys are on. So, that wraps it up for the Pat Moriarty Show. I think that was my highest energy podcast so far, which uh, I think is good. If it was good, let me know in the comments on YouTube. Um, be like, Pat, this was good. And share it, send it to your brother, send it to your friend, send it to your your mother, send it all around. Thanks for the support. Till next week. Peace out.